What is up, diehards? Wes Monell in the building for AWOL Sports with Paul Durfee, Dill Monell, Leo Holmes. We're hanging out, talking NBA. We got the playoffs. We got some great players to talk about. Let's get straight to it. What happened to the beloved Phoenix Suns? I swear everyone in America was on this team. Sack. Leo, I tuned in to the Suns for you because I know you and I like you and I watch the Suns. No filter. I thought this team was soft. I expected more toughness. Um, I'm not trying to throw any salt in any wound. My Bulls, we weren't, my Bulls weren't good. I get it. It ain't even like that. I was just like, all right, let's see what they got. Year two of being good with CP3 and making deep playoff runs. Let's check it out. I'm down. I wasn't sold, but I was ready to be sold. And it was what I expected. It was like a Boston series of the past. I was like, that was it. I know it went seven. I know it could have gone either way. They still could have went to the final. So I'm not just judging game seven. Oh, you I did. Just, I just thought, man, like, I love Luca. I think he's the top three player in the game, but this team should not be pushing Phoenix like this, man. Um, in your opinion, this is your squad. You saw how last year went. You saw before last year, before anyone cared about your team. You're the diehard here. Like to see that development from building and drafting Booker and some, some of these other youngins, big contract, Chris Paul, want to be big contract, DeAndre Ayton, uh, about to be big. We'll see. About to be. It might not be with us, but he. Yeah, 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 there we go. <laughs> About to be big contract, Devin Booker, because um, Paul just mentioned big contract in Memphis. Um, so, what do you take from the Phoenix Suns diehards? All, if if ton of Suns fans are listening right now, man, like, give it to them straight up. Like, what do you take from that series and from the season in its entirety? First thing, take a deep breath. Because <laughs> uh, we, we used to being disappointed. You, you got to call a spade a spade. There's a reason that we haven't uh, gotten over a hump. Yeah. For us, soft, I don't think is the word because there is a lot of grit on the team. We are stuck in a, I don't want to call it purgatory, but you look at the depth that we have. At every position, you basically say we're two to three deep. But at the same time, at every position, you can make arguments based on the two series that you watch in this postseason. We're small, and it's for no reason. We've got three centers on the roster that all have versatility. Aiden, JaVale, and Bismack Biombo, all of which can move their feet a decent amount. All, we can run two center sets just like we had to do against the Pelicans because they out-rebounded us every game because they were putting multiple centers on the court. But if we decide to go bigger, then it goes away from our philosophy because our team is stretch you out, let one big go down and slam. And we're going to see how you work in reference to utilizing the entire court. Jay Crowder is our four, which in a small ball NBA, which is what the NBA is now, that typical. But if we were able to get bigger at the four position and maybe move Jay Crowder to the backup three behind Bridges, that probably changes the outlook of the team. CP3. Phenomenal point guard, one of the best ever. Having his backup his campaign, we're getting smaller there. And trust me, I am all on the campaign campaign. That was my thing last year. 
But you saw it in the Dallas series where he got pushed out of rotation because he was too small to sit with these bigger guys. And so we've got, we get smaller at a point guard. We're not as diligent as two. I mean, you're going from Devin Booker to anybody. It's not going to be as diligent. Mikael Bridges, the versatility is there, but his offensive game isn't on a consistent basis because you're asking him to guard the other team's best player. As great as it is to do that, and he was the runner-up for defensive player of the year, it's hard to ask a guy to score when he's sitting and running around trying to guard everything and hit every screen. Dallas had the perfect scenario of, hey, we're going to run pick and roll every time and get Bridges off of Luka. We're not going to let that matchup go. We'll let Cam Johnson go. We'll let CP go. We'll let the centers go because Luka has that floating three that just is basically untouchable at this point. So for us, it's a matter of do we change our philosophy? That's why I say we're almost in purgatory because we can stick to what we do, which is, is phenomenal. We're going to be a top two, top three seed. We're going to win probably 60 games every year. But when you end up in this scenario where you get another Luka type team, go away from that. You go against the Warriors. Go away from that. You're going against Memphis. Teams that have size and versatility switch a lot of things. It makes it where you need to have the size to be able to compete and not just to muck up the middle. They still got to have that versatility to stretch out. So as, as great as our centers are footwork-wise, they're not making a bunch of mid-ranges. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow. I don't know what the team should do yet. I, I've thought about it. I've tried to uh, put together some sort of a formula at this point. We might want to make a trade with New Orleans, and uh, I want some of them 6'8 uh, linky rookies that they got. Alabama apparently got some good talent over there. Damn. Well, more than fair points, man. Um, more than fair points. I think the, uh, the Suns built themselves a blueprint for success they're replicating some small ball success and it's worked sounds like to you and maybe some other diehard Suns fans that feel like you that it's not going to be enough eventually to get them over the hump but I'll share this much as a as a fan of a team that hasn't been relevant in ages at least y'all aren't just relevant making the playoffs as a seven eight seed and i know you don't want to hear that after a finals appearance but man it, it's pretty cool to see the suns like aside from cp3 a young team man they're, they're they're coming out and they got some moxie i'll give them that they got some moxie and they came out two years in a row banging so um I, i'll say this on behalf of all the teams that miss the playoffs or all the teams that are low seeds without a real chance at least your team's for real at least they're for real. I'll say this before you move on to the next one. For us, because we've done comparisons throughout the entire show, we are a NBA comparison to the Green Bay Packers as of right now. It's going to be a phenomenal regular season. It's going to be great awards, and we're going to show all the potential to finish. But until we do, hey, Aaron Rodgers only has one title, as great as a quarterback as he is. Well, damn, that's that's a tough pill to swallow for Phoenix and Green Bay, I guess, man. Shoot. Well, uh, Dill, dude, I'm high on Luca. I don't know who is. If you're not high on Luca, you're freaking like hating on basketball or something. This dude is just amazing. Um, Dill, two part question for you, man. Has Luca? 
and this is only year four. So all, everyone's saying, oh, he hasn't won a playoff series in his first three seasons, like most stars or superstars haven't done in their first three seasons. Anyways, has Luca earned your respect? Do you think he's earned the majority of diehard fans' respect for getting this far, even if it doesn't go well in the Western Conference Finals? And then the second part of that is, who else on Dallas out of that Phoenix series impressed you, whether you expected it or not? Yeah, I think everyone, um, at least that enjoys basketball in the last five years, has got to have respect for Luca at this point. So um, whether it's what he's doing on the court or off the court, um, he's a likable guy, right? He speaks multiple languages. He's able to relate to a bunch of different cultures. So uh, just as a person and obviously what he does on the basketball court, how can he not enjoy this guy, right? Uh, I mean, I think a lot of people, um, it's hard for them to relate to a lot of NBA players because they're not as physically gifted in that regard, right? They're not 6'11". They're not being able to like fly out of the gym and dunk on people. And Lucas is crafty and he's able to kind of get you with his footwork and he's versatile, right? He's going to back you down and he's able to do the step backs, some of the newer moves, right? So um, I think he appeals to pretty much all audiences, no matter your age and how long you've been watching the game of basketball. So I think from that level overall, I think he's earned a lot of people's respect, uh, especially this season, being in the spotlight, going against a team that just went to the NBA Finals and playing in a game seven, right? You play in any game seven, you're going to get a lot of attention on you, whether you're a superstar or not. So I think absolutely, if he wasn't respected, I think he's already earned the respect and got that badge of honor. And now he's just looking to, you know, continue to expand on that. Um, as far as his teammates, I know kind of me, you and Paul talked about it recently too, but Dorian Finney-Smith, I mean, just insistently hitting those threes that we were talking about, looking at his percentages over the season, I think he was shooting like 47% the entire year. Uh, it's just amazing how consistent he truly is when I actually looked at the numbers. Um, and then obviously what he can do on the defensive end, he's just a versatile kind of Swiss army knife that, every team needs and maybe you know most of the fan base might not appreciate uh, especially when it comes to national media maybe here and there we'll have a highlight right on sports center people you know tweet it uh, but we all know how that goes it's 10 minutes and there's something else going on in the news cycle so shout out to dorian still doing his thing and they got plenty of guys on that roster but that's kind of the big guy that's kind of sticking out to me for their run right now florida stand up oh yeah that's right florida stand up <laughs> 